Man, great night last night, eh, Andre? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Eagles suck. That was horrendous. Doug Peterson, you're on my you're on my poop list. It's you, uh it's building. You're with Zenit. It's okay, you're an adult. You can say shit. Can I? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um I mean he's on my shit list for sure. So yeah, you and I had very different experiences last night. In I mean, more ways than one. Not if you listened to the show yesterday. Yes. If you listened to the show yesterday. Of course, the Eagles did not cover the spread. That was about the only yeah, thing no. that I was wrong about. Yes. Are we not going to talk about the missed field goal to end the half and two two-point conversions they blew to not cover the over? The over was a lot. You were the over guy. Until Doug Peterson did his best to annihilate it. I was never about the over. That's on you. It should have hit. It should have hit. It should have hit. Jake Elliott missing a 29-yard field goal on. is fireable offense. Um, but two two-point conversions to change that. Or just take the two extra points. Either way, I would have had the over, Ryan. I love that the Eagles have become like uh, they're trying to be forward thinking on like two-point conversions and they can't convert one. Doug Peterson's living in the past, aka that Super Bowl season where those two point conversions always work. I yeah, I he keeps going for it. for it, and they just keep missing him in like in like shocking fashion. Um, I hate the Jalen Hurts. I hated that bet so much. No, you instantly loved it. once he got on the field. Oh yeah, those packages are horrible. Why won't they let him throw the ball? I don't know, but it's it's reminiscent of Justin Fields at Florida at Georgia. Where it was like, you're just squandering this kid's talent. Why yeah. are we doing this? Yeah, that one was a bad bet. <laughs> but you're looking at all these, you know, value plays that we had. The Hurts one was just like a fun sprinkle. Yeah, sure. And so was the Fletcher Cox sack, which I still can't believe that didn't hit. He had two tackles for a loss. I know. It's not like he wasn't getting in the backfield and making plays. That that he, one like he got his hand sack. On, I know. I was like, can we give him a quarter sack? <laughs> right, right. I was already thinking of a push there. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. We couldn't get that one. But how about uh, this, Andre? Carson Wentz yards. That's a hit. Cha-ching. Make that cha-ching sound. I wish we had that. Cha-ching. Um, Carson Wentz completions. That's a hit. Greg Ward Jr. receptions. Cha-ching. That's a hit. Greg Ward Jr. catches. Cha-ching. That's a hit. Travis Fulgham yards. That that's one, a hit. I like that one. Cha-ching. So that's five winners. Also, talk about the real-life targeted ad you witnessed. You what? were at an Eagles bar. Oh, and of oh, course, oh, the person oh. next to you, what, do they, what did they have? They won a lot of money on what? On Carson Wentz first touchdown. Everyone else but us wins Yeah, these. we're like in the Truman Show. I think, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I think DraftKings planted those yeah, people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, his buddy wasn't even happy for him. He was just like... Why didn't you bet more? Because <laughs> he bet five to win oh 150. The, He's like, dude, if you bet a hundred dollars, that's three thousand. Yeah, like no duh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so the worst people are the people that you tell them you had a good day or your picks went well or something, and they immediately ask, "Oh, how much did you win?" Does like, not matter. Mind your own effing business yeah, is how much I won. There was some guy on Twitter uh, interacting with a sports book that won't be named mm. who mm. he had a seven way. He, he tweeted them before the game mm-hmm. and said, this is my last hundred dollars. Hope it hits. Now, I don't really <laughs> believe that, but it was like a seven way parlay, a hundred to win forty six thousand. It hit. 
Those are magical moments. No, they are. I can't even, I don't even, <laughs> what does that feel like? That's truly what I live for. Well, you know, I've, I've hit a four way parlay that was, uh, <laughs> you know, plus 275. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, what was your I've goal to get a plus 10,000? Yeah. Still no. Oh, Mm-mm. no. Not well, even I, that five. I've had four, I've had four digit parlay. Plus a th- in the plus a thousands hit I haven't had in the plus ten thousands enough, but I'm trying. That yesterday Europa League I was, was that a plus ten thousand? Close, yes, yes, yes. Oh man. Um, yeah. Would you rather just lose the first leg of a parlay than that happen? Well, no, because it's the rush, right? Right, exactly. I mean, I've always said to, the, it's not really about winning the parlay. It's about being still in it as the parlays getting to that to the red zone. So you know? I think I think that is my problem with parlays. I never get there. Right. Right. Like, and then it's not. It wasn't even fun. And now I've got this decision of like, okay, well, I lost that one. Now I have to start a new bet on this next game. <laughs> right. Um, that's the worst. The parlay chase, because that's where losing the parlay in the early leg really gets you. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, well, I'll just that was the do one. the same part. Right, right. Four-gamer, now it's a three-gamer. Right. When um, really that first leg is always the warning of, like, it wasn't going to happen. It was so, bad. like, yeah, this actually worked out. Have yeah. Fear. Um, so, anyways, yeah, last night was profitable for me. Not only because of all those great props we handed out. Every, every prop we gave out, I'm pretty sure. I'd have to listen to make sure. But I'm pretty sure every prop we gave out that was in the 100 range, the minus 100 or plus 100, was a winner. Yeah. Why did we not have a Daniel Jones turnover of any kind? That, oh. Well, that wasn't an option. but there, That was money, bro. But he did throw the pick. That's true. But that was really, you weren't getting great value. No, minus I don't, Give me Daniel Jones fumbles. Right. That's what's hot on the streets these days. That's true. We should have, you, uh, you should have had both both quarterbacks to, to have an interception that's my that interception from carson that's actually probably what cost us the cover more than anything else they're driving they're in the red zone and he just makes a like he i don't know how, what's up with him sometimes his just entire process just lets him down for like one or two plays yeah for sure he wants he just wants to make every play he's getting into some bad habits it's the classic like college quarterback on a bad team trying to do too much because it's all riding on him. You get into bad habits. Yeah. Happens. Happens. Yeah, it does happen. Anyways, uh, on top of all that, when the Eagles started losing, I started doubling down. Did you really? Yep. I'm so glad you didn't text me or it would have been blown. Oh, because you, you, you would have cursed it? Uh, I'm just convinced that a lot of these texts we have were just jinxes. Listen, I never jinx anything. No, I know. You're good about that. Yeah. I can't resist. But yeah. I was also, I had an odd weekend last week and with like more time on my hands. So I was really texting away, especially because I was winning early on Saturday. So then you get confident, never get confident. Eagles best offensive weapon last night, Richard Rodgers. <laughs> he had like seven catches for 85 yards. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, it's huge on that drive. Okay, we have about one billion things to talk about for this weekend, cool. so we better move on. I have to have two different apps open today for all the picks we've got. This yeah, week. all right, so where are we starting? 
You tell me. I calculated all the over-unders for this week based on how many points per game each team is averaging. We can go through those and the all my NFL picks, or we could start with an appetizer of a college football or UFC, whatever you'd prefer, my friend. Let's go chronological here. We'll go uh, college football, UFC, and then NFL. Okay, beautiful. All right, and I want to update our different systems, but just pick-wise, not system-wise. The picks I really like. TCU plus six and a half against Oklahoma. Oklahoma coming to TCU. TCU really nice secondary. Oklahoma, they're fool's gold. You're buying the name brand. They're not good this year. I'm I'm always scared of these like buy low moments or sell low. This is really a sell low moment on Oklahoma. Mm. You know, like everyone's mm. down on them. And I feel like it's only a matter of time before they get it together. That's kind of wise. That's kind of wise. So just my thought. Okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, Pitt plus nine and a half. They're hosting Notre Dame. Notre Dame last week. We should have had it. This is where the the bad juju texting started. Mm. Was you said, I'm all in on Louisville money line. All I at. You said, I'm all in on Louisville. The only response was outright double question mark. (laughs) Well, because what? They were like 14 and a half point dogs. Yeah. Right. And I was like, that's wrong. Which it was. It sure was. But, you know, I got caught up in the... Why is it on the... We couldn't quite get Sometimes I feel like on the weekends, my process lets me down more. We need more. We need weekend shows to talk it out. Right. It's true. We should should hop on a call (laughs) in the morning. (laughs) Just a live periscope in bed. Like, hey. (laughs) I wasn't even thinking live, but I'm sure the people would want to be included as well. Oh, you're saying just a call between yeah, us. just a call between a couple Don't of investors on, on a Saturday morning. <laughs> That's right. That's right. How's that Roth IRA trade? Yeah, yeah. One, I think, but you know, I love Minnesota, so that's my best value of the weekend on Saturday is mm. the Gophers plus three. Don't believe in Michigan. Don't believe in their quarterback. It could happen. Just like Florida has this year, just like Texas will once in a while. There are these programs where they can find a good quarterback. It does happen. <laughs> Once in a while. Once in a while. But most of the time, they have terrible quarterbacks. This happens at Notre Dame all the time, too. Color me skeptical that this is the once in a while time where Michigan's quarterback's going to be good. Minnesota actually has a good quarterback, actually has a good offense, and don't underrate their defense What either. is this curse with good programs and bad quarterbacks? I think it's a bit of pressure recruiting. I think it's a lot of going after the Felipe Franks, the five-star recruit that doesn't really work out. When the guys that do work out are the three stars from Texas named Andrew Luck or Robert Griffin, you know? Right, 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 right. It's it's so interesting to me because forever it was Alabama who had the worst curse. Mm -hmm. LSU uh, was just awful forever. Michigan can't find a quarterback since, like, um, what was that guy's name? The shoe with his shoes untied? Oh, oh. uh, Something Robinson. Denard Dog. Denard Robinson. Denard Robinson, dude. He was awesome. Mark Robinson was great. He was so sick. Yes. Um, oh, you sick. And <laughs> got commentary from the rest of the others. He's so sick. Uh, I don't know if they've had a guy since. Not really. Nope. So, yeah, it's weird. So anyway, I love Minnesota, but I also think Oklahoma State, these are all home teams, too, against Iowa State at minus two and a half. You're just, it's highway robbery. Iowa State's terrible. Um, I think I saw something today that said 99% of bets oh, no. came in on oh, Oklahoma no. State. 
It's the season of the public. Well, right, right. It's the ride with the public. Yeah, that's the other thing that got me was riding with the public doesn't hit. Now, my under on App State, Arkansas State, that hits. Did App State cover? Well, 13 oh, and a oh, half? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they covered. They blew them out. That was a great game. Um, and I also like Pittsburgh plus nine and a half. We said that going against Notre Dame. I think we got lost on a tangent. I never then came back to oh, right. Notre Dame last week. But this week against Pitt, Pitt, really nice defense. Good program there for Pat Narduzzi, who was the architect of that those great Michigan State defenses for so many years. He's got a solid program there in Pittsburgh right now. Kind I've won of a, a quarterback? Kind of a quarterback. Yes, for Pitt standards, kind of yeah. a quarterback. That's correct. What's his name? Kyle? I don't, I don't remember. remember. Um, but anyways, plus nine and a half. I think that's good value. I'm really tempted by the Syracuse at Clemson 35 and a half over in the first half. The numbers now after Clemson did what they did to Georgia Tech last week, the lines on this game are absurd. And yet I'm still tempted. What do you think of um, Nebraska, Ohio State? 26 and a half. I'm afraid of the backdoor cut. So, like, numbers this big are just against my religion. Mm-hmm. Um, I just – I can't do it. Yep. I can't lay that many points. That's right. Um, and so that one – like, I want to fade Nebraska, of course. Of course. But I just – I don't know. First quarter going over 14 and a half. Oh, what's the first quarter spread here? It was a smidge too rich for me, but you tell me how you feel about it. Wasn't, isn't it seven and a half? No, Might be it's confusing, down confusing right now. it with Clemson. So, like, that's something I could be interested in. 13 and a half, so it's probably six and a half. It's thir- or maybe seven and a half. It's 13 and a half on the half. That's so much more enticing to me than giving away 26 yes. and a yes. half points. Yes. Yeah, because they'll close it out hot. Right. Also, I think Ohio State, right now, today, on paper with everyone healthy, Best team in the country. I don't know why I just keep thinking they're going to lay an egg. I'm scared of that. Against the Huskers? I know. Oh, come on. I know. Bro. I know. You've seen Scott Frost's like, pressers, right? He's the worst. He's the whiniest coach in the world. Yeah. That dude is not winning anything anywhere. Definitely not at Nebraska. Yeah. And that's fantastic. Oh, it's the great. They should keep him forever. It's It's... It's like them holding on to him yes. when he's clearly a terrible uh, coach and not even as good as Bo Pelini is the greatest. I know. They do. I mean, it's so great because, like, they, like, revere Scott Frost. Like, Scott Frost <laughs> is a god. I know. And now he's they're going like to end up hating LeBron. him. Eventually, it will get to a point where they hate him. It's going to take a while. Deep down, they do. They just won't admit it. Probably. Like, you know, John Embry failing at CU, at least he wasn't, like, a legend. You know, he was, like, right. a very good player on the early side of the, you know, the Mac era. Right. Um, but, like, if yeah, it was enemy on the other side, like, that would have been a lot right. more sad. Right. Even though he was part of that coaching staff, which yeah, people didn't like do to very well. <laughs> yeah, people like to forget that, too. Um, where are – oh, here we go. Oh, we got to update the the wonders? Yes, yes, yes. All right. What do we got? Pardon me. So as that loads, I'm also intrigued by NC State plus 15 and a half. Um, 
though frankly I've been uh, I'm in a bad spot on North Carolina bets where I'm now just like chasing them around and why is that because they keep losing me money uh. when I bet on them they don't cover the spread when I bet against them they cover the spread oh they're one of those I have some and, advice uh, for you stay away I have a somewhat of a vendetta against them now. <laughs> uh, Mace keeps telling me about this Sam Howell kid. Where where were you last week, Sam Howell? <laughs> against the worst Florida State team we've seen in the last 10 years. Where were you, Sam Howell? I, I don't know. I know. He's told me about Sam Howell, too. I, I'm not. <laughs> he's the only one who's told me about him. That's what concerns me about him. There, There is some Sam Howell hype out in the oh, I'm sure. I don't follow enough of draft Twitter people, I guess. All right, Windy Unders for this week. Update. Down to one. The Windy Unders, they always go down. We're down to two, and it's We're one is the one, one we don't like because we are philosophically and spiritually opposed to betting unders in the Big 12. Yep. Well, not all, all Big 12 unders. There are exceptions to this yeah. rule. No, I my love rule this. is like West Virginia and Texas Tech are like the most <laughs> Big 12 teams possible. Yeah, I mean, especially Texas Tech. Like, like if it's in Lubbock, I would, I would warn against. If you ask coach the coaches before this game, like, are you down with a hundred to ninety nine final? They would both say yes. Yeah. The, it's at Texas Tech. I would guess that in Lubbock, the wind actually helps score more touchdowns. <laughs> um, we'll get we'll get some aerodynamics on the the wind. Because they're try, just trying to throw it as far as they can. Whatever team is downwind. <laughs> exactly. Okay, and we are on board with the under 52 Utah State at Boise State. That, that one I'm in on. Boise wins in a shutout. You could bet the under on Utah State points. Nebraska under team points was intriguing, but it needs to be at like 20 or 21. It's like 17, 18 and a half. That's too, I'm getting baited. I hate They're going like, to get that back door, man. I hate that like I, like there's been so much hype around Adrian Martinez. That like somehow I kind of believe it. What? Like I I have watched him get beat by the Buffs two years in a row. But like I get why there's hype around him because he's fast and he throws a nice ball. Mm -hmm. But like there's something not there. And I I just what if it what if it comes around this year? Do you remember the hype around Tyler Martinez? Taylor Martinez. Taylor, yeah, T Magic, I believe they called him. Uh, I don't think they hyped him up quite the same as Adrian no, no. Martinez. <laughs> Again, it's the frost effect. Polini, yes. not as good a salesperson. So there, I, I've seen the hype for a Martinez, Nebraska quarterback before. So, but yeah, you're right. They're, they're still, I mean, I don't know. One of the ugliest throwing motions, Taylor Martinez. It's true. It was like pure sidearm. So you remember this home <laughs> team that made, that made the postseason. So we've got, we, we have Ohio State minus 26. This is another pro system. We have Minnesota. Indiana plus six and a half is the one I really have a hard time. Everything I know is telling me Penn State. Love James Franklin. So the, the thing about these models is like, it's not like they hit a hundred. You know, you got it. Like if you don't take them all, damn straight, you're not Ryan. really playing. That's right. And that's how I feel about the windy unders too. I'm like, yep. man, maybe you just do like, like if you're a believer in the wonders. You just you have to. You just don't even think of it. You don't it's let true. any of your existing biases impact you. It's true. You just ride it out. The ROI is 10%. I'm getting that right, 10%. Because, right. like, what you'll try to do mm -hmm. is, like, oh, well, if I just 
apply my own logic here, maybe I can get the ROI up to 20%. Yeah. And you would probably like knock it down to 5% exactly. or eliminate it entirely. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. It's tricky. Um, San Diego State minus 14 uh, hosting UNLV. Nevada plus three hosting the Wyoming Cowboys. And then Michigan State minus 10 and a half hosting Rutgers. Cool. Yeah. Are you are you invested in the system? If I give it out on the show, I have to. I love that. Yeah. You're a changed man from I the am a KBO days. I am a changed man. <laughs> Uh, no. Yeah, I mean that's Andre uh, will will probably have like seventeen. I mean that's how I'll be spending my my Saturday. Sure. You should apply the same logic that you just said to yourself, though. Yes. Only take it if you give it out on the show. If you give it out on the show, you have to take it. The thing is, you're doing that, and then you're also throwing in like seventeen parlays, cross sport. Well, Ryan, I'm a real better. <laughs> right. I I'm giving you true authenticity. It's true. Because I even want you, I we want you to up, start giving out your ridiculous parlays on the show. Even when we were up, sick, but those come out of, those come out of desperation and genius. You know, <laughs> it's like wake up oh, in the morning and like, oh in. wait, what time is it? Like, she has not up yet. Time to put together a stupid parlay. Um, I kind of feel like I need to get in on the stupid parlay game. I mean, we need to round robin all of these, fam. Uh, yeah. That's the smartest advice: is round robin. All right, I'll round robin these. I like that. Yeah. The thing is, like, if you hit 56% or what is it? 60%. 58? 57. If you hit 57% of a round robin parlay, it doesn't do anything for you. No, I know. Bet round robin parlays. I know. In fact, you just need to bet these straight up. Bet them straight up. Take your four and three or whatever it is. Yeah. My advice from experience is just bet these. Mm -hmm. Every time I do that, I win. Every time I win... I reinvest that into parlays and I lose. <laughs> Don't do that. All right, let's move on to UFC. I'm so excited for this. I don't know, like this is the most excited I've ever been for a UFC fight. Yeah, yeah. I um I haven't been doing the kind of research I used to do on these UFC fights because of course we've got a lot going on, but I am super prepared for this one because it's a matchup I've thought about for months on end. This Gagey Khabib. Um, and it's going to be really intriguing. We were not impressed by Khabib's weigh-in. Oh, dude. I don't even know if he's going to make it to the fight, like, well, as a human. An hour later, he filled up, and I'm sure it felt fine. But. Dude, this guy, to make weight... He did not look good. Like, hasn't had a calorie enter his system in weeks. Yeah, no, he did not look good. He had to... He put his arms on the towel, guys, just to get onto the scale. Yeah, had to step onto the scale. And then, like prayed that he was at 155 like thanked god and that's that he after the official who was checking the weight literally scammed the system for him <laughs> like khabib stands on the scale uh-huh. as the scale is starting to tip he just slides it right off and says you're good unbelievable like he did not make weight you, you want can, this to be an if official you watch, fight because, like, you know, you sit, it's like a, a real scale, yeah, you know, yeah. not just like a thing on the ground. Right, right. right. So when it, you're too heavy, it pushes it up. Yeah. This thing, whoop, and the guy just slides it off. You're good. <laughs> That's outstanding. So anyways, how is he supposed to get back into, like, fighting? I, I know these guys do it all the time. That's, That's the worst I've ever seen anyone look. Yeah, it did not look good. So. Did not look good. 
And you I can think... get Gagey at plus 250. And this is a really interesting... Plus 265. 265. This is a really interesting fight because Khabib is just a wrestler. Gagey has such an advantage on his feet. It's not even funny. And obviously, we know Gagey has an unbelievable jaw and unbelievable power and ability to knock a guy out. I love Gagey. Gagey's an incredible all-American level wrestler. And that, so against that... someone like Khabib, is... If you don't have that baseline, forget it. Like, Conor McGregor never stood a chance. Gagey's going to have a real chance. We don't know how good a, a wrestler Gagey is at this level, though, because he's such a good striker. Even though his roots is wrestling, as a UFC fighter, he never wrestles. He's My such a My question is, how is his takedown defense? Because that's what this comes down to, right? People never test him, though. He usually gets that respect. Khabib has no other choice. Because striking with Gagey would be, you know, it'd be like me trying to take you on in, in a pun war. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to bring analytics, you bring puns, and we, we do, do right, it out. Right, right, So, Somehow, yeah. I, I like Gagey. Yeah, since Theodos wrong before, he was an even bigger dog, I believe, against Ferguson. So you can call us homers, you can call us idiots. I'm both of those things, so you'd be right. That's right. And uh, also that weigh-in. That weigh-in does weigh heavily in my evaluation. It does. I'm not kidding. Like, I was scared of Khabib until today. Khabib's terrifying. Why do they do the weigh-in the day before the fight? Shouldn't they have to weigh in right before they walk onto the stage? Like, onto the end of I the mean, ring? I mean, that's the fight game is you're going to get weight back up in those last 24 hours. I know. It's weird. Like, yeah. he hasn't eaten in, like... I, God knows how long. He could barely move. And then he just like went and ate like five bowls of pasta probably after that. Now he weighs 163. Doesn't seem healthy to me, but any high school wrestler would tell us like, yeah, this is the no carbo big deal. load thing. Yeah. I think that might be a farce. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to take that value. Um, you know, if you want to get real, real funky with it, you could take a uh, Gagey to end him in a KO of sorts. I don't know if I've ever been right about one of those. <laughs> uh, rarely, yes. I, I'm only right about the, the going the distance. And yeah. though I, I've never ran a marathon, but I imagine that's similar to what it feels like. It's like to taking unders. <laughs> riding out a five-rounder in a decision. Right. So it's, because you need your guy to win and your guy to win in the decision. Yeah, you got that right last week. It's golden. Glorious. Only to blew it on the Packers, Amir, 16 hours later. Amir, <laughs> 16 times over. <laughs> Might as well have been. I also like um, Jared Cannonier in the co-main against Robert Whitaker. Good value on him. Alexander Volkov in the next fight against Walt Harris, I just think has such an advantage. We've, uh, we've seen both of these guys. We've seen both of them. Harris devastated in that Overeem fight where he's winning the entire time, and then one slip changed everything. Um, anyways, Volkov's uh, d you know range is too much for Walt Harris, who's mostly a stand-up fighter to handle. And then, so uh, you, you're not giving old Walt a, a chance here? I'm not. I'm sorry, Walt. We love your story. We loved rooting for you in that Overeem fight, but we're done and with we, you now. And we, we were wrong about our own process in the Overeem fight, because Overeem's a Colorado guy. Yep. And those That's guys true. always win. Always. Uh, Sandhagen, a couple fights ago, won. Yep. And we picked him. And then my my uh, little upset, Alex Oliveira against uh, 
Shakvat Rakamonov, who's doing his UFC debut. Sometimes these UFC debut guys get way overvalued. Love the veteran Oliveira in that one. Interesting. Um, any other Colorado guys on the card? No, I believe it's just Gage. It, Fight Island, it's usually fewer Americans, you know. Well, next time we're in Vegas. And these we'll, times are wrong, too, right? Like, my app's typically. telling me the fight's at 3 o'clock. Oh, no, it is. It is. Because Khabib is the main event, when Khabib fights, we fight in primetime in Abu Dhabi. Not in primetime America style. Yes. So glad you said that. Oh, this changes everything. Certainly does, my friend. Kind of sucks, actually. I was like, I was well, a little midday, singing it like you know. Yeah, I know. Planning is, the whole night around. That's true. It is wonderful to have that as a nightcap, especially since we don't have Pac-12 football, which is our usual Saturday nightcap. It's Mountain coming. West. Soon enough, buddy. It's here. It's around late the corner. night Mountain West. Sure, we might. I'm sure there's some late college games. No, is, is Hawaii playing yet? Give me that midnight kickoff. I love those. I love those. I'll stay up until 2 a.m. live betting a Hawaii game. Better believe it. Oh, yeah. I'll be counting on that to salvage my uh, my Saturday. Fact. All right. We're going to get to the NFL, but first a shout-out to DraftKings Sportsbook, the top-rated sportsbook in the United States of America. And I'm straight. I just – I don't know. Like, I, I can just talk about this all day. We're got, we've got the profit boost back. So – so many parlays and boosts for the NFL this week. Yeah, you're getting seven profit boosts of 20% to put on any NFL games, which once you're in the game, 20% is a nice, you know, it's the difference between like minus 110 and plus 115 or something oh, yeah. along those lines. Um, We're all about that boost life. It's fantastic, but that's not all. You can get the one to win 100 on either team in the world series anyone in the main event of the so you can go gagey or khabib or minnesota michigan dre you like minnesota uh ali still hasn't placed hers i think we're going alejandra i think we're going hedge in ufc put it on khabib hedge with gagey plus 275 or whatever Smart. it is yeah i like it guarantees i like guaranteed profits yes Great way uh, to start off uh, a DraftKings account. Exactly. So head over to DraftKings, sign up, use the code DNVR when you do. You can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right, a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. NFL time. Outstanding work by A you. place where we have seven <clears throat> parlay boosts and seven profit boosts. If you're not using all of them, shame on you. I won't use all of them. What? I can't use... I, I'm not making seven parlays. Or profit boosts. Well, I, yeah, I... No. And. And, not or. <laughs> so, that's... Yeah, I can't make seven parlays. I shall, in honor of John Elway. Original number seven. <laughs> Get some Jack Daniels old number seven. Absolutely. With it. Why not? Uh, okay. Let's go through the slate. Let's do it, Ryan. We we already made a lot of picks here. Or Well, let's remind people. I mean, you, you've had um, you've had some days to mull this over. How are you feeling? I feel amazing. 
Well, that's great, but I mean about these picks. <laughs> okay, let's go. You want to just go rapid fire here? Yeah, sure. Uh, Packers, Texans, Packers minus three and a half. Everything is saying Packers, but the advanced numbers, but my instinct to fade the public. I'm going Packers because the quarterback will make the difference, but we have yet to get our new head coach win out of the Texans. And mind you, they looked set for the win last week. They looked set for no, the we cover. Got it. We got it. We beat the oh, Jags, it's yeah. the Falcons that didn't give it to us? No, the Falcons also got their new coach. Oh, win. shoot. I'm just thinking of how they lost it last week. Yeah. Okay. Okay, fine. Yeah. It's, it's the Packers. They're coming off a tough loss. It's going to be the Packers, right? Well, look at this. Right on. I think sometimes they do this on purpose. Just in the middle of the show, I get an email from our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. It just says, hey, we've credited your account with a $20 free bet. What the heck? I didn't even earn that. Jeez, Louise. Lucky guy. Okay. Uh, oh. The over-under on this one is right on the money at 57. These teams are averaging a combined 58.1 points per game. So I like it. Uh, don't don't mess with the team total on this one. I'm also giving you that in this update that we haven't talked about. I okay. kind of like the Texans. If I can follow the numbers and fade the public at the same time. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> I mean, week seven's the week where we should see the turn. Also, are all the stars aligning? Is DraftKings telling us something with the seven parlay boost week seven? Mm. That this is where the tide turns? The Texans? What's up with... There's apparently Will Fuller trade rumors. How could they possibly trade Will Fuller? I don't know. He's their only receiver. Do they figure they're not good enough? They don't even have a first pick, first round pick, so they've got no incentive to tank. Weird. Yeah. Um, maybe they want to regain a draft pick because they've butchered that. So this one's shocking. Okay. Bill's Jets has dropped all the way down to 10 and a half. That's a three-point shift. I mean, we said Sam Darnold does change things. Yes. But we've also said you need to kind of put this at three scores for us to even consider. And the Bills, you know, they just got a tough – a tough dose against a tough team in the in the uh, Chiefs. They're going to want to flex their muscles a little bit. Josh Allen, back-to-back bad games. Not this time. Agreed. He's going to be fantastic. Uh, I wonder agreed. what his passing yards over is. How is the Jets' number? So 280 and a half. I might take that. Josh Allen's going off. Yeah, I'm tempted by the over in this one. These teams are averaging a lot more than just the 46 we have here. Yeah, and Sam Darnold can lead scoring drives. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I think this team's kind of sick of losing. Okay, so we're taking the Bills, even though that's a lot of points, and we're yep, we're in the overs game. Okay, perfect. Panthers Saints Saints minus seven. I think that number is too big. They have yeah. no wide receivers. Yep. Give me the seven. Loved the seven and a half. Uh, the plus seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Would almost consider Carolina straight up at plus 270 here. Oh, I like that too. Yeah. Throw that in a little parlay with a boost. Producer Kale likes it. Producer Kale never steers us wrong, typically, on these sun- on these Friday shows. So I don't know so if that's... Should be said. If there's any data to, pro- to provide. The to only one I can that. remember, he he steered me correctly. So. Okay, well... Well, I actually went against him, and then he proved to be right. So. Unlike Harrison, who told you this parlay is perfect... <laughs> he did not. <laughs> I had to very much bend his arm. Still plays the parlay. And if not for TJ Warren having an otherworldly game, we win it. And that was like the first one, right? Yeah, it was the first one. 
No, it was the final one. It was his last good game? No, it was his first good game, but it was the final leg of the parlay. Yeah, That's I was saying. Me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I got what you mean. Uh, Steelers getting a point and a half against the Titans. We said that we might become Titans, guys. Are we... Uh, Has this shifted that much? Yes. <laughs> really? It sure has. Um, it is an available market right now at plus one and a half. Dang. Yeah, we were thinking of fading Pittsburgh, but this this is concerning. Yeah, weren't the Titans getting two and a half early in the week? They were getting at least one and a half. I have them. Yeah, they were getting two from what I wrote down. Okay. Um, wow. Huh. Yeah, we're going to have to sit on that one. Yeah, that's uh, we're being told to stay away, basically. Browns. Oh, man. Giving three and a half to the Bengals. I like the Bengals. I like the Bengals. I'm sorry. I like the Browns. I hate to do this to people. I like the Bengals. I like the over here. 50 and a half, too low. These teams are averaging a combined 57.3. Yeah, I like the over as well. Detroit and Atlanta. Falcons giving two and a half. This... Is this the game where we both guess the line and the favorite? Yes. Yeah, we both thought Detroit would be favorite. It's actually Atlanta being favorite. Yeah, and they're getting two and a half. Give me uh Give Detroit, me Detroit money line. Yeah. Yeah, that's great value. Yeah, Carolina and Detroit money lines. I like both of those. Cowboys taking on the football team who apparently is not in any rush to have a name. Did you hear that? No rush whatsoever. They said we might do it next year too. No, the plan is to I think they I have think, no other choice. You know what I think they're doing? They're waiting for uh, woke <laughs> culture to uh-huh. end, and then they're just going to go back to the Redskins. Retro. Yes. That's what's going to happen. Interesting. I am not screwing around with the spread here, though I do think it's noteworthy. It's a pick em. I do believe the Cowboys are significantly better. I also know Vegas believes the Cowboys are significantly better than the football team. Yeah, I like the Cowboys. So I wouldn't jump the ship quite yet. This over under a 44 and a half is ultra juicy to me. These teams are averaging 63 points combined. The Cowboys, if you play against them, you're basically automatically going to score 25. doesn't matter how bad you are. We, yep. we could be playing. Yep. So I love the over here. I think it's uh, foolish to set it this low just because the Cowboys had a really low scoring game last week. Uh, Chiefs. Taking on the Broncos, you may have heard of this one. Um, moving a lot, my friend. Moving a lot. This is are like the sharp split on this because every day this thing is like shifting lo- like a lot. And these lines are the most balanced as far as the money has been going that we've had all year. It, it goes for one. Last week was crazy for how like lopsided those yeah. matchups were. It's also I think we're starting to level out these spreads and kind of go off public perception. Seems like it's not significant like the money 64 percent of the money is going on the spread for the broncos so no that that is one of the bigger differences we're seeing mm-hmm. i keep just seeing this thing shift i feel like then it gets down to watch it'll get down to eight then a bunch of money will come in on the chiefs so i'll move it back to nine mm-hmm. yeah anyways I, I like this a lot more at nine i do like it more at nine i want a primary football number i like the broncos i think it's a one score game sprinkle the money one 
How is the money line less than it was with the Patriots? I guess because they're at home. Wild, man. Uh, speaking of the Patriots. Also, giving... this over-under is way too low, right? Dang, Aren't the Chiefs the... have been low scoring this year. How is it only 44? Because they're averaging 43.1 combined, these two teams. That's but a lot crazy. of that's without Locke. Right. And without all those wide receivers. I think that uh, the Chiefs are scoring 30. So Yeah, and I think the Chiefs have kind of turned a corner offensively, right, with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Le'Veon Bell's coming back. Please run it. No one can stop Travis hope... Kelsey, certainly not the Broncos. No one should even know who the Chiefs running backs are. They should go five wide on every play. It's not a bad theory. Um... Speaking of the Patriots, I said giving two and a half to the Niners. That's a uh, that's an easy one for me. Give pats. me pats. Yeah. That's what I'm leaning towards, and yet this feels like my biggest stay away of the weekend. Really, uh, I'm super confident in this one. You are, huh? Yeah, I think um, Bill can't wait to flex his muscles on mm. Jimmy G. Okay, you've talked me into it. I'm going with you on the pats. Um. This one's weird. Jags, Chargers. Yep. Um, seven and a half for the Chargers. This is a team Love it. that hasn't won a game yet. Which one's that? The Chargers? Uh, with Justin Herbert. Damn straight. And we're just giving them we're seven giving and them a half? Seven and a half points. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give me those seven and a half. Like the over here, Ryan. Do not like these defenses. These teams are averaging 55.1 points per game. Significantly higher than the 49 the total's been set up. Like that. I'll, I'll bet against the Chargers getting over a touchdown when, until they prove me that they can win it with Justin Herbert. Yeah. Um, Chargers will lose this on a missed field goal. Sprinkle the money line. Last one here. Sunday, <laughs> night, Sunday night football. I mean, I will. Um, Sunday night football. My Cardinals versus my Russell Wilson. You've been waiting all day. I I already told you what I'm going to do. Yeah. Tell the people now. I'm going to bet Seahawks money line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then put myself in a win-win situation. I either win money or my Cardinals beat the Seahawks and show that there's a changing of the guard happening in that division. This is called an emotional hedge. Yes. A lot of people use this a lot more than I do. Ryan, I saw this 55 and a half. And my stupid human brain said, hammer the over. Then my spreadsheet came through. These teams are averaging 45.6 points per game? Yeah. 10 points too high. So you're going under. I'm going under. It's the unconventional under. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's everything. That's it. And... Bears, Rams, I can't wait to talk about because I, I have a lot of thoughts and little feel for that one. Those teams aren't very fun. Anyways, no, they're not. we'll talk about that on Monday. Yeah. Uh, and we will talk to you guys, of course, on Monday. We hope you have a great weekend and good luck on all your bets.